Hello, everybody. How is everybody doing on this fine Tuesday evening? Um, we are uh, in December. We are almost to the end of the semester, and we are talking about e-learning. Um, a couple things that we talked about in the last episode, and you can go check that out, is just about the, the triangle that um, many of us encourage our community, our families, our schools to go through with the students, the parents, and the teachers. But one huge, huge, huge part of that triangle is friendships. And so I want to talk this episode all about the student, uh, the perspective of the student, maybe get some questions from students. Um, I have some questions from some students. They're not so much questions. They're more or less statements from some students that I have. Um, and love to hear from you. So you're more than welcome and encouraged to join in on the chat. Uh, we've got a little chat going on the side there. You can introduce yourself and feel free to jump in whenever you want. So uh, first of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Seth Ponder. I teach at Riley High School. I am a project lead away teacher I teach both engineering classes and computer science classes, and I love it because I get to combine all of the subjects that all of the other great teachers are doing around the building and smash it into my class and apply it there. So let me get back to the student focus, and the student focus um, is a huge part of what we're talking about in e-learning, and so I don't want to point any fingers on successes or especially failures in what's going on in the pandemic and grades and assignments and why are kids grades going down why are some kids grades going up what's going on we have seen all over the country that grades have dropped tremendously um, and so we're trying to figure out ways to help the student and figure out ways that that best fit our student and the triangle that I talked about last week with the student, the parent, and the teacher, the huge part that's missing is the friendships and the friends. And the I'm going to put the friends in the parent side of the triangle because I just think that as a student or, or our students learn just as much from the teacher, from their parents, um, from their coaches, and also from their friends. Because I know in my class, I encourage collaboration. I encourage students to help each other out um, and uh, to design and to uh, see what they can, they can do with each other. Of course, every class has like group projects. And so students are constantly learning how to better themselves. Um, in all the sports that our students and clubs that our students do, they're constantly learning and being challenged by their peers and their athletes. So um, let's, let's think about it as a student, okay? So first of all, I want you to close your eyes and think about where you were at eight years old, at 13 years old, at 17 years old. So you go ahead and pick do you want to be an elementary student? Do you want to be a middle school student? Do you want to be a high school student? And I want you to 
think about what you were doing, where you were, what were your favorite subjects, what sports were you in, what instruments were you playing. And now you got to remember that you're home. You're not in school. Okay. And now we're going to add however old you are, however many years ago that was. Now we're going to add a couple distractions. So you're home. You might even be home alone. And you've got cable TV. You've got a computer. You've got the internet. You've got an iPhone. On that iPhone, you've got social media. And on that iPhone and on that TV, you have Netflix, you have Disney Plus. Um, oh, yeah. Also, there's video games that you can be playing that are then connected to the internet so that your friends don't have to be sharing remotes in your basement anymore. How many distractions did you have as a kid growing up? And now how many distractions do our kids have growing up? It's pretty tough to, as a teacher, to compete against that stuff, but it's also pretty tough as a student to compete against that stuff. Um, how would you have reacted in that situation when you're supposed to be watching a screen, you're supposed to be checking in with your teachers and emailing your teachers, but you might be a shy young man or a shy young lady and writing an email might not be your strong suit. Um, so how would you have reacted in the time that our students are being put in? This is a huge test for our students. Um, a lot of our students are being treated as if they're college students because teachers are pushing out content, whether it's great resources like YouTube, I'm speaking through it, or podcasts, I know. Um, but then it's tough to ask questions through a screen. Um, it's tough to get feedback through a screen. So how can we better the experience for our, our students? Um, in the end, I'm going to share some ways that have been successful in my class. And so I hope that you share some ways that are successful in your class and at your school. Um, all right. Now, I love, I, I love working with teachers. And I get attracted by teachers that say, I teach my classes as if I were sitting in those seats over there. Or I teach in my class as if my child was sitting over there. Now, I'm really proud of my Riley Wildcats. And, and one, one reason or proof of it is we just counted the other day how many staff members are sending or have sent their children through our building. And we were up to 21 staff members. And I also know that we have quite a few staff members that are 
have young children and are getting ready to send their kids through our building. And so I think that speaks volumes of any building, of any school, of any school district. And so I get attracted, like I said, to teachers that teach as if their kid is sitting in those seats right over there. Or now, in this case, on this screen. So please, 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 I beg of you, teach as if you are sitting in that classroom. Show grace. Give some second chances as if you made a mistake in that classroom, or maybe you turned something in late, or maybe you haven't turned something in at all yet, and the teacher needs to reach out to you and give you a little push in the right direction. A few years ago, um, I had a class that um, I, I teach a lot of like Project Lead the Way, AP level classes, dual credit classes. Most of my classes, the students get high school credit and college credit while being in my class. And I was teaching a class that was um, not dual credit. And so um, I had a group of students that just weren't into it. They weren't vibing. They, they were like, oh gosh, another assignment? Who's this guy over here think he is? And so I called a timeout about six weeks into the school year. And I said, you know, why are you guys taking this class? It's an elective class. You don't have to be here. And I pushed away the computer and I just sat down and I was like, listen, you guys can say anything you want. Let's, let's be real. Why did you take this class? And some students said, you know, I like computers. So it's a computer and design class. Cool. Some students said, my guidance counselor put me in here because I had an empty spot. I understand that. Um, and some kids said, well, I just come to school because it's warm. And when that young lady said that, I was, first of all, I was astounded that she said it and shared it in front of the entire class. And I was like, this just got really real. So we've got to remember that Students come to school for education, and parents send their kids to school for education, yes. But so many of them come to school for warmth. They rely on the safety of our building. They rely on the safety of the teachers and the principals and the custodians and the lunch ladies and, and everyone else, the paraprofessionals that are there for them. And they're there for the food. And so we've got to support those students that are not in our building right now getting those things. Now, students also come to school for friendship, for sports, for clubs, for music. I mean, I was not the best student. Um, and so I would come to school because I love sports. I would come to school because I love spending time with my friends. I also made the right choices, and my dad reminds me of this often, that a lot of my friends were way smarter than me, and so that helped me become smart, or challenged me, I guess, to become smart. So, um, or, you know, like my friend... Marcus Painter says, you know, 
if you're the smartest one in the room, it's time to find a new room. And fortunately for me, I hang out with a whole bunch of smart people. So I just keep collecting all of their knowledge. And I want our students to do that. And it's so hard right now because they're sitting in a bedroom watching a screen. They're sitting in their house and they might be sitting in the living room and there might be multiple conversations going on at the same time. Um, and as I'm saying this right now, I just got a comment from one of my students on the side. So I really appreciate the, the fact that he's watching and uh, hopefully having some fun with this too. All right. Um, so we've got to remember that students don't come just to be educated, right? So we've got to remember that we've got to reach all of these students and we've got to encourage them to continue these friendships, these sports, these clubs. And if you're a coach, if you're a sponsor of one of these sports or the clubs, please reach out and give these kids time to talk and time to be helpful. All right. Um, let's see. Some of the comments that I got from my own students for the past week, when I was like, all right, what are some things that you need from me? What are some questions you have? Maybe you haven't had the opportunity for one student said that she doesn't get to see her friends, but I do, right? So as a teacher, I have to be at school every day, even though my students are away. And I get to see the guys across the hall. I get to have lunch with my friends that are upstairs on a different floor. But the kids are stuck at home. And we need to give them time to see their friends and talk to their friends. Okay. Um, one student said, please, less work. And it doesn't matter what you say because everything's homework. So <laughs> some teachers are like, okay, we're doing this in class. And then for homework, you have this. And the students are like, no, everything's homework. It doesn't matter anymore. You can say it's homework. Everything's homework. All right. So I encourage you. <laughs> Another student said, I have so many distractions at home. So many distractions at home. And it's true. Um, we as teachers have students that sometimes turn their cameras on. Sometimes they don't want to turn their cameras on um, because there's things going on in the backgrounds, childcare going on. They're trying to help mom, dad, take care of little siblings while mom and dad are at work. Um, so the microphones have to be off a lot of the time. All right. So please be understanding in that. Um, all right. So finally, here are some things that I think teachers can take away from, from this student-centered conversation and also parents. So for teachers, please keep your grades up to date as much as possible. Please keep your grades current as much as possible. And, you know, as, as teachers, as parents, as, as students, we understand that, yeah, it takes time to grade some things, totally. But there are some computer programs or grade books that you can say, hey, I collected this and I'll grade it later. Um, there are little comments in grade books where you can make comments 
about what a student did right or what a student did wrong or how a student can improve it and things like that. Okay, please keep it in the grade books. All right, and keep it as soon as as soon as possible. Answer email. Now this goes for students too. Check email. And and teachers check email, answer emails as much as possible. One thing that that worked for me recently, um, and again saw this idea on Twitter. I steal all kinds of good ideas on Twitter. Twitter is where I follow a whole bunch of teachers because I want to be like them. Okay, I follow a whole bunch of innovators and um, athletes because I want to be like them. Okay, so. I found this idea and I call it the ponder pop-in. And what it is, is it's a Google Meet that is on from nine o'clock to four o'clock. And I just keep it on a side computer or a side iPod, iPad or my phone. I just keep it on all the time. And so students can then jump in with that link um, at any time between nine and four o'clock. So after our class, if they have a question, they can click that pop-in link on Google Meets and they can just jump right in. Um, I've had great feedback from it. One student was like, dude, Mr. Ponder, this is way easier than writing an email. Perfect. That's a great reason. He asked one question, got his answer. He loved it and he's been back. I've got another student who jumps in all the time, tells me how he did on wrestling, talks about the class. He even shows up before class starts to give me an update and talk. And then we jump in the class. Google Meet. And I love it. I look forward to it all the time. Okay. Um, so if your teacher offers that students, use it, ask questions and use it. And if you're interested in it, create it. All it is, is it's just a Google Meet. It's the same link. I use it every day. Okay. Um, another thing is just help your students out. Just give them like some kind of virtual hugs or some bitmoji hugs. Just help them out. Some fist bumps, some high fives. Okay. As a parent, same thing. Give the kids some hugs. Ask them what they need. It's probably they need some time away from the parents and with their friends. And so if you can provide that, that's cool. All right. So. As a community, that triangle of student, family, and friends, and then our teachers, our principals, our school building people, we are going to get through this, um, and it's going to make us stronger. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, and I hope that you can share some really cool ideas with me. Uh, if you're interested in anything like how to create a Google Meet um, that works from nine o'clock to four o'clock, let me know and I'm happy to show you. Or uh, tricks on answering some emails, um, keeping grades up to date, or just wanna collaborate, be happy to do that, all right? So students, finish strong. You're almost to the end. Parents, encourage your kids. Check their grades. Get as much as they can done. Talk to the teachers. See if their teachers will give some grace on when is the last 
minute, the last day to turn in any missing assignments and get those missing assignments in so we can see the grades go up and everybody can have an enjoyable winter break. All right. Have a great week, everybody. And please feel free to share this, um, follow and subscribe on some podcasts or on YouTube. Have a great weekend.